With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Live around Australia on SEM Track. Welcome to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Hello and welcome to the Friday Form Panel. Uh, what a what a wind up that is! It really gets you going, doesn't it? Uh, I believe we are maybe on Trot's vision for the first time. Some uh, some nifty work by the team at SEN Track and also at Harness Racing Victoria, and it's great to be here, and it's a very big weekend, Skeeter. It's exciting. British Crown semi-final night tomorrow at Tabcorp Park, Melton. And it's not a typical semi-final night, because normally you can just find winners go bang, 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 bang. Not, I don't reckon that's the case tomorrow night. No, I completely agree, Bon, and I think there's a few shorties that are potentially a little bit vulnerable or under the odds. Um, yeah, I don't think it's how the draws have fallen in particular. It's not a predictable um, semi-finals night, as we can see. Even as I uh, was plugging the maps in last night for uh, Timmy Hallett and the team so that they can go up on good form and on the trots.com.au, you know, I do my maps uh, and generally speaking, sometimes you like to go a little bit left of centre and, you know, you spend a lot of time with the maps. But I was looking at them going, I don't know how I'm even going to explain some of these that I've done, you know what I mean? Like normally Breeders' Crown semi-final night, you say this will lead, this will trial, this will be in the breeze, easy now we're just got to work out how we maybe make money out of trifectas and first fours. There are so many races on this card where I can't predict the map at all. Yeah, they are tricky. And even we saw that in the two-year-old heats as well. Um, I think they weren't just, you know, walking affairs or, or you, you know, your boring races as you like. You know, no race is boring, but you know what I mean. Just uh, No, there's boring races. There's de- no, there's definitely boring <laughs> I races. I trying yeah, to put it delicately. Yeah. but uh, no. Diplomatic from you, but, yeah, there's some. <laughs> you can go to sleep with some of them, yeah. But they weren't. There was plenty of action, plenty of moves, you know, in particular that brutally handsome race. There was there was plenty of moves, plenty of things happening. So it was competitive The two-year-olds were racing for sheep stations, yeah. weren't they? That was yeah. really interesting. And we could see it on Saturday night too, maybe. Uh, what's, what's your opinion on how much it might affect them, like the, the, the heat runs? I go through that that uh, uh, and Ben Prentice was very heavy with it. I saw on Twitter, but uh, you know, I said Petion worked harder than a, than an epidemiologist in a pandemic kind of situation. Like, will it affect them, or are they so hard and ready for a series like this that you know they'll cop it and go through with it? Well, we know the, the one thing they do have on their side is they're older now. They're three, aren't they? So, yeah. yeah, so they're, 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 they're three year old, two year olds. Yeah, yeah. So whilst they still might only be lightly raced, so it can be a bit of a concern. And each horse is different as well. So some will cop it better than others. Um, it's I suppose on an individual basis. Some we may not see back up as well, and others may thrive on that. But I think they do. One thing they do have on their side is that they are a little bit older than we have seen in previous. Years. I wouldn't mind knocking a year off. Can we do that? I, 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 actually, I, forty-one doesn't sound good. Forty-two sounds better for mine. I'm happy to be forty-two, Geordie. 
Um, he'll be uh, running the music quiz today. We better get stuck in. There's 11 races to get through. Mitch Sybottom will join us. I wonder if it'll be a whitewash like Monday was. Now, I let that slide very, very quietly, the well, whitewash of the music quiz on Monday. No, no, you dominated. Yeah, I know, but nothing much was said. Like, I really didn't rub it in well, enough, I, so I might do that I today. guess when the overall record's like 97 to 12, then you, you probably don't. I mean, you know, if, if, if you can get a run going... Like okay. I have in the lids flying greyhound racing three <laughs> wins in a row after last you night. You do come in with a pep in your step when you've uh, when you've had a win the night before. Oh, I just can't believe uh, many talents. Right, race one, uh, the first semi final for the two year old Colts and Gelding, sponsored by Mimosa Homes, and this is a really hard race in and of itself. Um, I was having a chat with uh, the great Gareth Hall, who works on another station, but will be on the coverage uh, doing his roving Gareth work tomorrow night at Melton and. Mahomes has pr- possibly got the speed to get across. I'm thinking Stablemates, Beach Villa. I still think they rate Beach Villa, Beach Villa very highly. Going into that first up run, it was just like, we're just going to turn up and win. Didn't happen, but it was still a good run. Last start in the heat, what was that? Was that was that? let's just go around and maybe we had a hard run first up. Maybe we'll just take things easy and, and qualify. What did you make of it? Yeah, look... It was an interesting one. I don't think he had much go his way at all. He was obviously buried alive, but I don't think that Sal panicked. I think they were just happy to qualify, basically, and and get him around. But I did like – it wasn't a a super, super quick last quarter, but I did like the way that he made a lot of ground late when he did get clear air into fourth. So um, I agree that the first up run I was – thought was a little bit disappointing. Um, you know, obviously, as as an early two-year-old, those first few starts, we thought this horse could be anything. We know he's impeccably bred. But mm. this time in, I've gone, is he that good? Did we go a little bit early maybe? And I think Dan Malecki thought the same thing. You know, he had a, such a, a boom on him early days and he mentioned well, on blue radio, blood, you know, like it, you know. Yeah, he mentioned yesterday, maybe I went a bit early as well on, on you know, declaring what this horse could be anything. So, look, I've got him on top, um, but I would not be taking the, I think it was around sixty or maybe even shorter. I can understand what happened. They actually opened him uh, at a decent price, and then they've just said, well, we'll take that. But then I think everyone took it, you know, pretty rapidly. I think he's probably, what do you reckon? Um, I, I'm, I still haven't drilled you to try and get the pricing down with you, but uh, <laughs> I would say... Dollar ninety chance two dollars. Yeah, I'd probably maybe dollar eighty. He may blow them away. Yeah, but yep. but I'll tell you what, this is a reconnaissance mission. I said in the form comment, he's got to win this if he wants to win the series from the pole marking draw here. He's got to win this impressively. One hundred percent. Yeah. So look, I, I am with him on top ahead of my ultimate Billy, who was able to work around and uh, to the top in his heat before just being run down. That was the first de- defeat of his short career, but um, I think drawn two, he can be in the mix once again. Interest free should get a, a good run and was really good in his heat. One of the more experienced two year olds and. I've got Mahomes in for fourth, who showed good gate speed in that heat before being shuffled back and then moving into the death. And he did battle on well. So, um, look, I don't know if he can get to the front this week. Beach Villa may just have the speed to hold him out, but I think he's going to settle close enough that um, that he can figure in the finish. But, you know, in a race, if you're going to play for tries and first four, his Charlie's Angels, brutally handsome. They can both go close with the right runs as well, both heat winners, one, two, eight, and three. I am told there's, there's $5,000 uh jackpots or seeded uh, pulls going into the first fours for all the races. So that's great. And on a normal Breeders' Crown semi-final night, this would be, uh, I, I'd just say this is um, this is where I get my Christmas money. This is how I <laughs> buy Desi. This, this is how I buy Desi G and, and Bella the presents that, the, that they deserve. But, and last week was perfect for that. I don't know that this week is. 
No, I, I, definitely not in race one. I, I can't see playing a first four, to be honest. And Mahomes, did it sneak by? Are we allowed to name horses after sports people or not? Well, maybe just one name. Oh, yeah, right. If you did the full name, no, but maybe they've just snuck it. I'm not an NFL yeah. man, but Geordie will tell you Mahomes is a – yeah, he's a – yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's yeah. NFL, yeah. <laughs> I think I remember while I was still in a good state of the Super Bowl, uh, people were talking about Mahomes. That's just a recollection. I'm going with Beach Villa on top as well, but with without huge confidence, and I really am. This is this really is recon for me. I just want to see him lead and win dominantly or um, – yeah, I don't know if he can win next week if he doesn't. Interest-free in for second because I just think if Mahomes doesn't cross and Beachville leads, I just don't see where the pressure comes from here. So I, I'm thinking leader behind, leader situation. But there are a couple here at big odds. Uh, Lightning Dan. Okay, so goes around, runs third behind Catch a Wave in that incredibly fast qualifier. Lightning Dan's the one that's been there and done that. Group one winner, uh, last run before going for a break. Admittedly, probably prior to that, I was questioning how good Lightning Dan was, but I don't know. I just think earlier in the week when I was looking 81 and 11, I don't know what we're looking at now, but I'm, I think I marked it seven fifty a win and it's $11 a place. So um, I think it might be the bet in the race, a place Lightning Dan. And another one I reckon can run a place at big odds, huge odds, 151 and 14 it was, Flash Jimmy. Mm. was three wide, no cover. Like, yep. He, and they didn't want to stop a, a massive price too. Like they keep underestimating him time and time again, and he's proved that he can pop up and um, and go close. See, uh, okay, if it's if it's peg dominated, he has to go back. They walk short, no. But you're getting fourteen dollars a drum. If a couple of things work out differently, geez, he's going well. He's strong. Um, I haven't got him in for fourth. I've got Mahomes in for fourth. But I thought that uh, he's Charlie's angel has to be in the mix. And Captain Rival was a very big run. It, it, from memory, it was the one that sat parked outside uh, Catch a Wave who was just carving out crazy time. And it wasn't until the turn that he said, okay, let, let's call time. I've had enough. One, eight, ten, and 3, my numbers in the first. It's not a race I'll be betting in significantly. You are listening to SEN Track and hopefully on trots.com.au. This is the Friday form panel. We'll get through one more race before we go for a sabbatical comeback and get stuck into the music quiz. I'm pretty keen now after uh, some fighting words from Skeeter, my ultimate Skeeter a little bit earlier. Um, no, no, my ultimate skitter in the first race. Uh, no, 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 just no. I'm, inter- I'm, I'm going to be interested in your thoughts on my ultimate Baxter in this race because I know you like Muscle Bart, but we had Jared Elchin on uh, Trot's Life yesterday, and he's clearly got a bigger opinion of my ultimate Baxter than my ultimate Billy. And you've got my ultimate Billy in for second in the first race. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, that tints my confidence. But yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, you weren't listening. Race two. <laughs> Uh, second of the semi-finals, Breeders' Crown. Huh? I said I'm busy. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm not. To two-year-old Colts and Gelding, second semi-final, sponsored by Mosa Homes. And uh, catch waves are really interesting when I think a couple of people are probably wanting to find a chink in the armour because they wanted to do a couple of things wrong early and late. But I tell you what, it was one of the more brutal juvenile performances I've seen in a heat of this series. And Andy Gath did tell us all that time ago on Burning Questions i got a good one here. I've got That's not his voice, by the way. Uh, I've got a good one here, but um, wide second line draw. A, a, look, let's call the spade a spade. There is no necessity to win. Uh, it's semi-final racing, so anybody who comes out after the races, if, the, if a couple of favourites don't win and maybe aren't tested to their bottom and go, oh, 
Cribs on rims, like what's going on? This is semi-final racing, so you want to race well, but two-year-olds generally race on adrenaline, so they usually go near their best regardless, and he is clearly the best horse in the race, in my opinion, and the best in the series. So I think you'll find a way to win, but I am confused about what happens early, and I know you've taken the early price about muscle Bart. Yeah, I have. Look, I ha- I've got Catch Wave on top. I think he's the best horse in the race. There's no doubt about that. Um, there's no doubt he's still learning. He was doing things wrong in, in that heat, as you mentioned. Um, he's an exciting talent and he may just have the X factor to overcome this sticky draw. However, I would not be diving into the dollar fifty. I think he is, or $1.45 because I just think, as you mentioned, they're not going to want to give him an, an absolute gut buster just to win the semifinal. Yeah. So he's going to have to do work. We know that he's going to have to work around Sick Park. He is tough, so there's no. I'll go at you again. What price should he be? What price would you um, take? Um, dollar ninety. Okay. Well, you're not going to get it. So, be, but I, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. All right. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I, I, I've got him on top. Think he can absolutely win the race, but he's just going to need a few things to go right or he's going to have to put in another really dominant performance. So uh, I really liked Muscle Bart's last two starts. Um, he's obviously down in the battles between uh, himself and Catch a Wave, but if the, con- the conditions favour him much more, I think, here, um, and I think he can run well. Look, he's not a, a great place place price at the moment. Uh, I think they opened him about 11. He's into six now. So uh, You I got just... the 11. That's the main thing, yeah? No, I didn't. You didn't no. get 11? No. What did you get? That's too slow. Oh. Six. Right, okay. um, anyway, but Orcs, uh, look, Orcs, uh, he's, in, he's in for second. Uh, ahead of, he's the son of a gun who beat Home Beach Villa and Catch a Wave last time they met. And uh, the latter two both go around as short price favourites. So uh, he was really good in his heat, I thought, when he was back. And it was dash home. Maddie Craven told us yesterday that he probably would have benefited from that run as well. So he's definitely not out of this with the right run. And I've got my ultimate Baxter in for fourth, who was favourite in his heat. Had to sit without cover. Uh, should get some cover here. And uh, I don't think he can be underestimated. But that's uh, going to be another great battle. 12, 4, 9 and 3. Uh, I, you know what? I could be wrong. You might get that price. Honestly, there could be a swing against catch a wave here. So on the exchange, somewhere you might get that price. Um, about catch what, a wave. What do you think he should be? Well, I marked him a dollar fifty, and so a dollar fifty is a sixty-seven percent chance of winning, and I think that's about right. I think he, I think he's about that. So sometimes you look at a dollar fifty, and it sounds like oh, you're saying he's an eighty-five percent chance, but in pure in pure percentages, I think he is about you know he's a sixty to seventy percent chance of winning the race. I would have thought probably a 70% chance of winning the race, but these are 130% markets. So um, it's a little bit convoluted. But Catch a Wave clearly on top. I think if you're playing early quarties, one out with Catch a Wave and maybe very small uh, investments on a few others. Muscle Bart in for a second. I agree with you. Um, funnily enough, Jimmy Herbertson, I ran into him. He's not driving the horse on, uh, tomorrow night, but I was just talking to him about a couple of other things at the track a couple of weeks ago, and he goes, keep an eye on Muscle Bart. He, he's only driven the horse once. It was two starts ago where he ran fifth. And it impressed Jimmy enough to say, you know, I, I think this horse has got a, a good future. Robbie Morris on here. The thing is, I reckon, having spoken to Jared Elchin, I've got a funny feeling my ultimate Baxter might be having a crook for the front. Soho Dow Jones, another big man, and Muscle Bart. And this is going to suit Catch a Wave down to the ground. If they all want to have a dip, then Catch a Wave's going to just be sitting there and, and, and giggling while they all just work through a fast lead time, maybe. So... I've got Muscle Bart in for second. Third, he's the son of a gun for all the reasons that you've mentioned. He's already proven he can do it. 
Uh, last up performance was solid with that being spectacular. Worked home nicely. Needs a soft trip still at this stage of his career. Matty Craven told us that on Burning Questions. And I'll tell you one who really caught my eye and is about a 1,000 to 1. Lightning Jash. Yep. Did you see the heat? It was about to join in, and I don't really even know what happened, but it sort of almost buttered the card of the, the, the one. Was that the one that I think he locked wheels with Brutally Handsome? Was it? That, yeah. I, I, didn't, I, I couldn't quite tell what had happened, but he then lost 10, 15 metres, and then worked him okay, but almost like lost... Like two, like a two year old can just went. All right, that was that was uh, that was I didn't like I, it. that was awful. <laughs> I might just I might just pay same here, but I didn't like that very much. But it was really about to join in, and we know that Albie's team's going uh, really well at the moment. You reference where you can dance equaling uh, the Tabcorp Park uh, lead time record and Bruce winning. Artiste yesterday. As yeah, well. so the team's going great, and I even Tate I think is um, is going terrifically well. Uh, later in the card. So place maybe, because I think another big man, if they all have a crack and another big man can't naturally hand up to that muscle Bart, or he might just hold it himself. So then you've got a situation, because I think you can hold Soho Dow Jones early. My ultimate Baxter, I'm dubious about the actual gate speed of. Um, Jared Elchin sort of said he can get out quicker than than he did last time in, at heat level, but... I don't know if he can cross another big man for speed. He might even hold it. So if you're behind the leader, woo, 12, 4, 9, and 8. Time for a break. Come back. First song of the music quiz, and then we'll get stuck into race three on the card, which is the first of the semifinals of the IRT Australia Breeders' Crown Series 23 for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. And if Acnea gets beaten, we've had some sort of tsunami or earthquake or something again, but a bad one. Let's get a break. On Trot's Life, it's time for the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. <laughs> um. I know the song, but yeah. what is it? Yeah. Oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. It's a race to the chorus. Yeah, I know you both know it. We all know the song, but what's the name? We're, 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 we're trying to get we're, to we're, we're, we're waiting here, Jordy. <laughs> Nikita. Nikita. My heart goes. No. Jason. Jason. <laughs> Is she close? No, uh, no hints. No hints. Frozen. No. What is it? It's head and heart. You've done it again, haven't you? There's another one with no, it's never in the song. We're waiting for the chorus, and it's, I never hear head and heart. It goes, when my heart goes, boom, Turn it off, Jordy. Zero. Race three, quickly. Uh, I've only got two minutes. We might just outline this and come back. Act now is going to lead and win. Um, yep. it, like I said in the form comment, it'll take a, a natural disaster worse than the Melbourne earthquake earlier this year. Um, and then you've just got to work out. I'll leave this one with you before, before we go to the uh, hard out. Uh, beyond the light, we've learnt nothing really in two runs back from a break. We we know how highly rated he is. And certainly as a two-year-old, he's probably the number one. He, he was the number one seed for them, they thought. And maybe even now on ability, Emma and Clayton think that uh, beyond the light's the best there is. Second line draw. You're almost consigned to do work. He's never been in the breeze, I don't think, in his life. 
Uh, it's going to be interesting. For those playing water exotics, I think, in particular, because there's a chance Beyond Delight could could miss second and maybe even miss third, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, we'll get back to that soon. Belmont, there's so many eye catches. This is the problem with doing heats and doing retrospective and having a look through it because let's go through them. Belmont and Real was very good. Bide our time. Arden's ace. You even didn't mind the run of the rock god. I'm a fan of all of them. Yeah. All of them. Naratark Prince. I wanted yep. to get a draw. Hasn't. Gordon's Bay was even good. Yep. So we've got a bit to work with here, but we haven't got time to work with it yet. We'll need the dough uh, during the hard out here. And when we come back, we'll have a look at race three. I reckon we'll get the, the Moo Men up. 11.15? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get, it, we'll, we'll get through a couple more races first, but I'll give you a little bit of a spoiler alert. Both Skeeter and I will be tipping act now. But what we, what we say about Beyond Delight... You'll just have to wait for. This is the Friday form panel on SEN Track and also hopefully trots.com.au on Trots Vision. We'll be back very, very soon. Live around Australia on SEN Track, welcome to the Friday form panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Jason. Jason. Don't stand so close to me. Correct. Don't stand so, don't stand so, don't stand so close to me. <laughs> One nil. Domination over, maybe. Who knows? Let's find <laughs> out. Uh, let's get stuck in. I gave you a question about Beyond Law. I mean, act now on top. And then, yes. and then talk to me about Beyond Delight, your then thoughts. there's a lot of chances. Look, uh, I tend to agree. I think he could run an absolute ripper race and, and get into second, or he could be disappointing when really put out of his comfort zone at this stage because he is still not the complete package. He's, mm. he, he's so raw and, and talented but still learning. So, look, I've got him in for second because he is very good. Um, but, yeah, just a bit of a question mark on, on how he does it this week. And then, look, it's – as you mentioned, there's a lot of chances outside of that. Better Call Me goes in next. He was excellent last time. Uh, draws a little bit sticky. Belmont Royale isn't the quickest beginner, so he might be shuffled back. But look, if he, even if he's three pegs, if Belmont Royale can um, can hold up enough and be behind Act now, mm. uh, Better Call Me, it's hard to see him missing a place. Um, Belmont Royale, excellent last time. So again, with that draw, I think he can run well. And uh, look, Arden's ace, I thought was an excellent effort last time as well. So I would definitely be including him in first fours. But um, yeah, just because I think they're going to run home in quick time, it's just going to be hard for the top likes of Naratak Prince to, to get into it yeah, great. from that back draw. So 4, 11, 8 and 1. I've gone 4, 11, 8 and 1. That's the 231st time we've uh, agreed exactly on first four numbers. And it is that situation, isn't it? I mean, whenever you have a race where the best horse and the dominant favourite finds the front, then those, you know, behind letter three poles, I mean, it's always the place to be, but then it, it exponentially grows how important that is. The only thing I'm not 100% certain of is that Belmont Rail will be able to hold up. Mm. So that's the critical thing here because if you've kind of got to make plans here, maybe staggered first fours in case bide your time or Arden's A's get across. Uh, because things change then, because if they were there, um, they're both going well enough to, to run second or third at worst, or you know maybe fourth at very, very worst. But I have got the same map as you, four over 11, but beyond delight, again, a little bit like Beachfeller, but even more so here. This is a real recon mission. This is to say, 
can you run close enough to act now that if you drew the front and act now drew the second row that you're actually a realistic competitor? I say no, but um, we'll find out. Uh, eight, better call me in for third. Uh, Matty Craven applied the only tactics that were reasonable last week and did a great job. Uh, he just ran into Acnow, who, who was just beastly, monster mode, and Belmont Royale in for fourth. Rip my gospel. Race four, final leg of the early quaddy. Sponsored by Ride High, Breeders' Crown Series 24, two-year-old Phillies first semi-final. And, uh, yeah, I can't work out the map at all here. Interesting to hear from Nathan Purden on burning questions suggested a Moray Vita. We all agreed, and Nathan confirmed we were right, that a Moray Vita is the better chance between her and a better you. I reckon both of them are under the odds. Yeah, probably. Um, what what have we got for a more Vita now? They're both under three dollars, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Amor, they were short. Um, a more Vita, I think, deserves to be favourite. I've got her on top. She's been super impressive in her two Victorian starts. As I mentioned yesterday, she had to do plenty of work in that quick lead time in first quarter at Maryborough and was still able to to get the job done. Uh, draws well. I think she can probably find the top, and from there is the one to beat. Um, but it's a very deep race once again, isn't it? Uh, with, you know, a number of those Emma Stewart runners in Cypher is going to need a little bit of luck drawing eight, but I think she's a really nice filly who was close up after sitting parked and doing the work in her heat. If she can be three pegs and spending no petrol during the run, I think she can be finishing well. I've got a better you in next who has raced at that group one level in New Zealand. I thought she was okay first up, um, but it, it is hard to get a gauge being her only her first start over here, but she will need to improve, I think, off that. And I've really liked Rich Beauty's last couple, led before taking the sit behind a better you and was able to get the job done uh, via the sprint lane and uh, in the heat. And the prior, prior start, she hit the line really nicely from a long way back. So draw's not ideal for her, but I think she's going to be right in this. And she was one, she's around $26. Yes, it is hard to say her winning from the draw, but uh, I think she can run a really good race, three, eight, two, and six. Yeah, I thought that uh, Rich Beauty is clearly the big value one here. Now, will she win? Like, she'll need a lot of luck from out there, but twenty six dollars is the wrong price. I marked her eight fifty. There's a small chance she can get across everything here. Uh, Amore Vita, I, I take the point, but and did work through a fast lead time. But Petion did more work, and Fiamman, with a little bit of luck, should have probably bloused them both. Uh, and Petion's only lost by a small margin and worked even harder. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're too short. I, I've actually, I think there could be some real heat on here between the Purden and Stuart runners off the front row. And I think the best filly in the race is in Cypher. And I'm going to, I think she's one of the best value propositions on the card. Uh, relying on Kate Gath to get, uh, to get in Cypher off the inside early. But if that happens... Uh, was favourite first up from a break against Irish Black Label, who I think is a top raider in the series. And then last up was absolutely fantastic. Um, so, so, sorry, you think in Cypher they come off on, in Cypher? Well, you have to. Okay. I, I mean, you, at the end of the well, look, again. You, you, Opinions, everyone's all over. No, 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 I, don't, yeah. I think. You, no, it's interesting. I was going to say you make a good point, but you didn't, you've only asked the question. But I think the point <laughs> you're making is it's semi-final night and yeah. you only have to qualify. Yeah. I reckon, you know, Emma and Clayton are generally out there to win. And I think that, I think the Kate will get off the inside because there'll be a slight concern about being four poles as well. Um, if a better you can get across Heavenly Sign and then hands up to a Moro Vita, if a Moro Vita gets across and they say they want to hold the front, but Pettyont puts the pressure on and again is able to secure the front. I'm hoping. Uh, if, if we're if we're three poles or four poles, I think, I think cast, but we're getting 650, I think, and that's good enough for me to have a bet. Um, 
on Encipher. Uh, purely, as I say, in a race that I can't map that well, but uh, I think she's the best filly in the race. Second, Petty on. I thought the run was huge. First up performance was disappointing, but we've seen this from the camp recently. Some of them have turned up first up and gone huge. Uh, some of them have improved significantly second up. Petty Ont was one of those that improved hugely second up. So the first quarter was 27.8 seconds, first quarter of the final mile. And Petty Ont's working that entire time and only just gets beaten. So I, I think they'll press, press on and be very aggressive here. Uh, third pick of Moray Vita and then a better you, but I've got Rich Beauty into the winning hope. So playing one last leg of the early quad. Uh, big fella. I want to hear from big fella. Oh, How are wishes. you, champion? Morning, Jason, Nikita, and uh, Geordie. Hopefully this time around we are back on the mend and on the right track. We look forward to each of your best of the night to put them in a multi. All the best for a great weekend. Lovely to hear that hopefully things are on the right track, big fella. We love you, and you know that. Um, been going through a bit of a difficult time health-wise recently. So my number's 853-2 in race four. We'll sneak through one more. Race five on the card is the second semi-final of the Breeders' Grand for the three-year-old boys. And while the first one was pretty clear cut with Act Now, this one not so. I mean, map, map alone is a nightmare here. Yeah. I think Desi G can hold everything early. So can I. Yeah. So do I. But then, uh, again, speaking with a, uh, an associate who will be working on Saturday night, uh, maybe Desi G will just hold. Mm. And that gives Major Moss mm-hmm. potentially the chance to follow through That's and be behind the leader. That was exactly my thoughts, Bon. Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, I I originally had Rock and Roll do on top. Uh, he got the job done last time. But then the more I thought about it, I think Desi G may try and hold all the way. The emergency comes out, Major Moss on his back. We saw the ground that he made in a, a dash home last time. And I think if he's behind leader, he's the one to beat. So... I've gone with Major Moth, um, hoping that pans out. Look, if he's, you know, three back, he can still win. It's a little bit more difficult. If he's four back, you know, very tricky to win then. But I'm going with Major Moth um, because, yeah, I think Desi G has the gate speed to to hold up and Major Moth took off ground in that sub-22nd final quarter last time out. So he's in uh, in ahead of Rock and Roll Do, who came out of, out of the gate as quick as he has uh, last mm. start, didn't he? Didn't find the top, but settled in the running line and worked home really well. We know Mick's opinion of this horse, so he could win here again without surprise. I think the key for him is probably to keep American Dealer to his outside. Yeah. And um, American Dealer doesn't have that good of gate speed. No. So I think that he can probably do that. So look, American Dealer's come up favourite, and I thought he was too short. He has been a little bit easy in the market, but... Uh, he opened at 220s, 2.40 now, but I still think that's that's pretty short because we just haven't seen, either we haven't seen the horse that we saw in Queensland or that Queensland form hasn't really stacked up here. So it's one of the two, but either way, um, he hasn't been as dominant as we probably assumed that he would be when he arrived here. So he goes in for 30s. He is a quality horse. And yeah, Buckian, likely to push forward, I think. Circumstances recently has meant that he's had to do it tough, but in saying that he's a very tough horse, we know he can. So, um, look, I think he can be close up as well. I could entertain Desi G the place at $6. Oh, definitely. Because, you know, he's going really well, does have that good gate speed, and he's going to get a good trip. So, uh, again, it's wide open, I think. And for mine, I thought American Dealer was under the odds. So, nine, four, five, and seven. I'm, I, the, even as I uh, uttered, that speed map out of my mouth, it does make a lot of sense. Um, originally, when I looked at the race, and pe- people will 
people who watched last week will think I've gone slightly cuckoo with the coconut here, but because Yam Bucky and couldn't even, couldn't get across rock and roll do drawn seven, big horse, sort of not a musterer, but sort of hits top gear after a few strides. I thought he was a little chance of getting across here, Yam Bucky. Um, yeah, interesting. A uh, little text coming through. Right. Um, I thought Yam Bucky might be able to get to the front. And if that's the case, I think he's second pick. But I think Major Moth can find a way to win regardless. Again, a little bit in, like in Cypher. I'm looking at the race and just saying, I know the draw is awkward, but I think Major Moth is the best horse in the race. So I'm happy to, I'm happy to tip him on top. It was 420. I don't know if we're getting anything like we're getting something like that now still. Uh, we're getting 340. Yeah. See, 420 was good. I marked it 250. So 340 might still be overs, but you know. And the tricky thing, I suppose, is would you be as confident or more confident or less confident if the emergency gets a run and he comes out of nine? Uh, I'd probably be more confident because I because even in the Desi G leading situation, I like Desi G as a horse a lot, but there's still a little chance that the pressure might be brought to bear. We've seen Yam Bucky and crush, uh, Yam Bucky and crush horses. We've seen American Dealer crush horses. So I'm not sure I'd want to be there if Desi G just started to get really worked over from 600 out or something and be behind the leader. So I'd probably prefer he was out of the open. Uh, myself, Yam, but you? Uh, I don't know. It all just depends on Desi G. If Desi G holds up, I'd be more confident if that he's on the pegs. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd just worry if, if it leads it. It, it may just get put to bed just before uh, Major Moth gets the run. But, yeah, Mbaki in for second, third American dealer, fourth rock and roll do. I think they're your only winning chances. But like you, and for the cheese and kisses, the beautiful missus back home, 120 metres up the road, I'd love to see Desi G run a place, and I think she can. I'm going to rip this entire form guide in half in a second. Let's go for a break, come back with Mitch Sidebottom. I don't know where he's going to be tipping, but hopefully he'll look at the – Shepparton uh, today, I uh, today. Yep, I wouldn't mind a, I wouldn't mind a couple of thoughts for uh, – for Melton tomorrow night as well. We'll be back. It's the Friday form panel on SEN Track. Stick with us. On Trot's Life, it's time for the Friday form panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Nikita. Nikita. Sexy and not No. No. Keep going. I'll go on too early. Like a panting dog. <laughs> Are we gonna get any words? Walking in the club, make moves, getting love. You know you're sexy. I know it now. Damn it. You were very close, I'm guessing. No, it wasn't really. All right, just bear with me a second. Second. We've got Moo on the line. I know. Like, <laughs> Moo's waiting. He's a busy man. Moo's listening to Ed Sheeran anyway. It's fine. I'll listen to this. I only get ten seconds more. Moo's popping his head to this. Jason, Jason, shake that ass. No. Uh, no. Can I go again or not? No, you can't. You can. Have, oh. We've got yeah, rules. No, have I pulled it up so that for the, for the good of the show. Flaunt it. It is flaunted. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, Miss Shybottom is on the lawn. How are you, Moo? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Bon. I've just sat back down. So I was up up bopping to the beat. Yeah, going good, mate. I can just. Funnily enough, you know, great athlete, great footy player. I I. I don't know if I'd like to see you on a D floor. A big frame. I can just see a bit of like this action going on. Uh, are you are you a good dancer, Moo, or not? 
Mate, I'm always the guy at the bar. Never, ever on the dance floor. Absolutely terrible. I, uh, yeah, well, I've got one tip right today already. All right, where are we, uh, where are we attacking? Um, so we'll play at home. We'll go to Shepparton. Um, so race number six. Um, I thought this horse might have come up a little bit better odds. So I haven't, haven't attacked it yet, but I think it gets out late. And that's uh, race six, number eight. What a pleasure. I uh, just thought it was dropping in class a little bit. Uh, it's been running okay times. Um, Going to get a soft trip. And I think, it, well, it's definitely my clear top pick in the race. And, yeah, I do think it'll get out to sort of $3.50 plus late. So that's race six, number eight. What a pleasure. Uh, so you're, you're waiting? You haven't had a bet yet? Haven't had a bet yet, but confident it, it gets out. It, I mean, it could be three pegs. So I, I can't see anyone launching in it at the current price. So I'm expecting a drift. Whatever Jimmy Herbertson drive seems like, what was that sales boy situation from last week? God bless. Uh, don't know what was going on there. All right, where are we going next, Moot? Uh, yep, so we'll go to race eight at Shepparton. Um, now, this horse is absolutely airborne, a piece of loo. Um, it draws a little bit awkward out, out the back, but I think as long as it gets a decent sort of card in from a Kiss Me Elvis, um, who will be looking to get into the race at some stage. Um, clearly the one to beat. Um, again, I think we get better just due to the draw at jump. Um, but at the same time, the, the $2.30 is okay if you want to um, play it safe and take it now. Um, yeah, I just think there'll be a little bit of pace out wide early and it should be able to run over the top of them late. Um, so then we'll go to race 10. Um, initially, when I saw this, I, I thought, oh, Max last. I've, I've been waiting to back this one again. <laughs> come up too short. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's come up way too short for me. Um, I thought Kelly's Delight was the one in the race that was a nice each-way um, price. Um I don't think there's a lot between the two. And the one thing that I wasn't sure on was whether Max Last had, had early speed. So the one can, it always looks a nice draw, but can sometimes be a little bit dangerous um, if if they can't burn out naturally. So I think at the current current prices, um, Kelly's delight to play each way at $7.50 and $2.20 for place. Nicely bred. That's a Brennan James stock, isn't it? Buy better's delight out of Beach Shack. Beach Shack was one of, uh, yeah... I kiss you. Yeah, um, seven dollars fifty for Kelly's delight and Max last can't back it now at two dollars twenty five. What what about tomorrow night? I know that. Well, typically British Crown semi final night wouldn't be down your uh, down your chimney, so to speak. Uh, I don't want to get too personal, but um, we're, we're, have you found a couple here because it's a different kind of semi final night? Um. Yeah, I haven't yet, and I've still got a little bit of work to do. Um, to be honest, I've um spent too much time drinking and not enough time working lately. But uh, I have found a couple um, later in the night and then they're not in the um, semis. But I thought um, there was two that you can multi up that are clear top picks and that's race eight, number 10, triple eight. Um, it has mm. been back early. Um, I would have loved the top price there. It was $6.50 at one stage. $3.30, mm-hmm. I honestly still think that's overs. Um, sound, it sounds like you took that price bond, but uh, and then we'll go to race, 
Race 11. Um, number six, again, Techie's Angel. It's been backed in for $3. <laughs> oh, hello. You've already had the multi. Um, anyway, I... It has been absolutely airborne this horse from or from really back row draws um, running solid sectionals out wide and and just you know had to get tired late in a couple of its runs. It's the leader here and they won't catch it. No, nah, I'll tell you what I tell you. I tell you what was really uh, what was it? What was tough? Like. I haven't done this too often recently because they, you know, they they pre-post on the day that the fields come out, maybe a few races, and they're quite often the races I don't want to play in. And they've pre-posted. Well, I was messaging you, Skeeter. Where they've pre-posted races one to ten, and all I've looked at when I've looked at the guide is Techie's Angel is going to win this thing, and I, and with six and seven next to its name, I thought uh, we might get a price here. And I'm just refreshing. I'm trying to do work, and I'm refreshing and just going, what the hell's going on? I need this, uh, and was able to jump on at the three dollars, but. To be fair, three dollars is still a great price, isn't it, Moo? I mean, I I had delusions of grandeur. I was thinking four, four twenty, but three dollars is a great. Well, we see that now. It's a dollar eighty. Yeah, I I still think it's, I still think the dollar eighty is um, worth a bet. So three dollars is monstrous. Yeah, uh, I'm really happy. Uh, <laughs> uh, triple eight. So the three the three I actually had were triple eight. Joanna we'll talk about soon because I think what's your opinion on that race? Have you gotten to it yet? Whether you think Joanna will cross beach music just like it did in the in the well, Vicogs final? You can go off that race and it's hard to see how it doesn't cross. Well it wasn't even it wasn't no. like it was a close battle like Joanna, it was just straight across, wasn't she? Straight across, absolutely. Um so I like what's gonna change here, I'm I'm not sure. Um but I'm with you, Joanna looks the one to beat. Um definitely. If all three of those win, it could be, um, might be going somewhere after Melton. Hey, Moo, uh, thanks very much for your time, mate. Good luck on the punt today, and thanks for giving me a little bit more confidence about a couple of these bets tomorrow night. You're a champion. No worries, Bon. I hope you have a brilliant night tomorrow. You go and have a bit of a dance in the lounge room now, I reckon. Um, get some EDM happening. Right, let's get stuck into, uh, we'll get through one more race before the news, and that is... Race six on the card, and this is, well, what a lovely segue. Joanna versus Beach Music. I think we agree here. I actually think Joanna's the better of the two anyway. I think we both, like, you know, it's interesting. You know, if they were both leading and it was a time trial, who who knows, maybe Beach, I don't know. But but, but Joanna's got a bit more ring craft, a um, bit more gate speed. I think she'll start. I think she'll start odds on. And I think she's got that sharper turn of foot as well, Bon. I just, um, I was so impressed with her last time. So, Beach Music can run some some really really good sectionals. There's no doubt about that. If she can be out in front, she's going to be very hard to run yeah. down. But I think Joanna can get across here, and we saw it on the weekend. She had to use that sprint during the middle stages, and she was still able to peel off a quick last quarter and hold off Ladies in Red. And well, we all know about Ladies in Red, so. Joanna on top for me, uh, ahead of Beach Music, who has been in excellent form recently um, and, as I mentioned, was able to hold off Better Twist her past two. So we can't underestimate her, but uh, I think she's just going to have to do it a bit tougher this week. Tough Tilly got a comfortable time before running a ridiculous final quarter last time out. You would think that run should have done her good. That was her first run for a few weeks. Does have that barrier to overcome, though. And Life's a Beach pulled really hard and 
put in a, a tough performance in her qualifier. Draw means she's not going to get an easy trip and she will need to settle. I don't think at this level she can pull like she did and um, keep doing that. But I think it was still a really good performance and she can be right amongst it here. 5, 3, 12 and 7. All right. I've got... Well, Joanna, I think we'll start favourites. Two twenty-five now, and Beach Music's a dollar ninety. I reckon they'll flip-flop um, by the time we get to the race because I think more and more people will go back and watch that Vic Oaks. Uh, admittedly, kind of is up to them, I guess. Um, different connections though, so I think Jackie Bark will be going out to do her best, and so will uh, David Moran. And I think Joanna will get across, and if it gets across to lead, I don't think there's any beating her. So, in a weird way, if I was being a hundred percent. Um, you know, transparent about my belief of what will happen and the likelihood of what of what will happen should that map materialise. She should be about a dollar forty. It's cra- it sounds crazy, but it's it's actu- it's factual. Uh, so I've got her clearly on top. Beach music second. I don't think anything else will win. I'd be happy to take Runaway Celebrity three dollars a drum. Uh, last start performance was disappointing, but prior to that, she was going. I think. So you got your top few, and then Runaway Celebrity was in the next top of the next tier. Well, she got past Treachery. Yeah, oh, she's, I think she's better than Treachery, and uh, and she's got the pole mark and draw here. Aliens exist, won't get across. Only one of the two will get across here. So you're behind the leader at three dollars with a pretty good horse. I think that's a bet. Yep. And uh, in for fourth is Tough Tilly. I don't. I think everyone in racing uh, want would love to see Tough Tilly come out and win this, uh, but it's just going to be so hard. The gap, without doubt. The gap between her and the Joannas and, and Beach Musics of this world has uh, truncated. And if anything, she may not even be better than them at the moment, right here, right now. So second line draw, wide second line draw. I've got her in for fourth. Life's a beach fifth. That really is the end of the penny section in that race. That might be one where we can play exotics. I reckon it is because I reckon Runaway Celebrity will run third. Uh, maybe for second. That's race six. We're more than halfway through the card uh, and we're going to really step it up a nacho after the news because we've got to get through five more races before we get to Adam Hamilton from Ladbrokes to clean up the Friday form panel. Let's find out what's happening in the world. Live around Australia on SEM Track. Welcome to the Friday form panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Uh, Nikita. Nikita. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's. I'm trying to think of the actual. Oh, uh, yeah. One minute to save the world. No. No. All right. Got more? Yes. You were very close, Nikita. I know the song, and, and now I've got most of the most of the yeah, title I know. apparently. Come on, Jordy. You know, <laughs> no hints to him. Come on. Hang on. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Save the world. No. What is it? One minute? Four minutes. Uh, one, four. Is it. Is it that song? No, it's. No. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about? Here's the chorus. I was singing a different song than you. I was singing. Who is that? It's uh, Madonna and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, all right. Fantastic. Great to see them together. Um, one nil. <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> uh, let's get through the next two nice and fast. Uh, 
Trotter's free-for-all. McLovin, we've already spoken about the fact uh, on Bernie Questions that when he leads, he's very hard to beat. Figure form one, very ordinary, but um, I think it's nine starts in front, eight wins on Australian soil. Uh, and Pinkalaz is the class runner of the race right now, right here, right now, multiple group one winner. Who wins? McLovin's a better bet, no matter which way you look at it, probably. I think so, yeah. Look, I'm going with McLovin. Uh, Hopefully we can see him bounce back to his best. As I mentioned yesterday, uh, I think um, he was much better in the Kilmore Trotters Cup. Two starts ago off that handicap, and last start it was over a mile. He was back. It just just put a line through it. So, uh, look, I think he can find the top and be back to his best. And one little fly in the ointment may be Sundon's Courage. Maybe. But I still think that if they do get across they're going to be happy enough to take uh, cover from McLovin. So he goes in. Big Glass is absolutely a winning chance. We know how good she is. Uh, Maddie said she went in slightly underdone last week, so she should have benefited from that run. But he sort of didn't fill me with confidence yesterday um, with obviously the Inter-Dominion, her big campaign from that draw. So um, she goes in next ahead of Mary Law, who hasn't had much luck his past couple and has to come overcome the barrier, but, uh, he's going well. And Elder Baron Crescent, they just keep putting her up big odds. Like she's, I, I thought she was disappointing last time. She sort of didn't seem to be striding out late. However, her prior form was excellent. So I'm willing to forgive that one run and she's $17 and maybe three sixty the place. Yeah. But, um, I've got her in for four, four, 12. 10 and 9. Oh, I, I'm being cowardly here, but I, it's the same numbers. I'm, I'm still going with Pink Galaz on top. So 12, 4, 10 and 9. Now, the real McLovin would win the win the race. If he turns up and he's near his best, if he's 95% of his best and he leads, he'll win the race probably. But I've doubted Pink Galaz before and she finds a way to, to make a fall out of me. And I just think to myself, if she's close enough, uh, if Mouldy Law makes a move, something gets a card in, maybe whips around. I just think, yeah, I can just see McLovin ha- having lost enough pace in his legs that when Pinkalaz goes bang, that maybe she might be able to get past him. So I'm I'm still going with Pinkalaz on top, but I think McLovin's a better bet in the race. And then uh, on with you, Mouldy Law and uh, and Elder Baron Crescent, and just believe can't be ruled out of calculations either. It's it's flying clearly. In a couple of runs back from a break, huge win first up, twelve four ten and nine. Mountain City Council Sprint. We spoke about. <laughs> the 550, 650, about triple eight. Uh, I'm not going to declare him a certainty, but I've marked him 250, and I think that's about the right price. Yeah, I think so. This would be, uh, yeah, I would be very, very happy. This would be my best result of the night if triple eight can get the job done. Um, he's been in amazing form, this preparation. Excellent second in the Vic Cup, super fourth in the Kilmore Cup, and despite being drawn over the back row, I think he can get the job done here. It always is that little bit of a concern if they're running, you know, crazy times up front and, and it's just impossible to get into it, but I just think he's going too well. Well, he won that group one, though, over a mile. They, were, they didn't go crazy, crazy times, and he just peeled it off them and just went... Yeah. He's very versatile, yeah. we've, we've seen. So, look, he uh, he definitely goes on top. Ahead of Better Be the Bomb, who draws well, I think can find the top. He's been racing consistently. Major Roller's been close up in the Yarra Valley and Swan Hill Cups recently. And again, will be uh, prominent. And Tango Tara put in a really solid body of work race. R- a body of racing work recently uh, probably pushes forward here again, might have to do the work sitting park, but we have seen him do that before. So we know he's capable. 10 Two, four, and seven. Ten, seven, two, and nine for me. Um, yeah, triple eight for all the reasons. Second in the Vic Cup. Unlucky not to win the Vic Cup. Group one winner over a mile, uh, a couple of starts prior to that, and just was an arrogant winner to the point where I walked away from that race going, those horses can never beat him again almost under any circumstance. 
Um, you're all, you always look at a race like this. It's worth 24 large. It's like it's not worth nothing, but you always look at these races and do think to yourself, well, there's an Inter Dominion around the corner. Hasn't raced for a couple of weeks and all the rest of it. Um, bad draw, driven cold, but I still think you'll find a way to win. I'm not declaring him, but at the price that some of us might have gotten, you and I, I'm very happy to be on. Uh, Tango Tara uh, often finds one better, but if you go back through his runs, a lot of them, his biggest runs have been over a mile. Remember that night he was three wide for an entirety? That was a mile. Bendigo, I think, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, I actually think he quite likes mile racing. Uh, I think he can roll forward here. Better be the bombs you're likely later if, if it's a complete walk and dash. He's some sort of winning hope. And Bulletproof Boy just always gets underrated, and mm. you just think – Follows through behind, better be the bomb. Maybe gets relatively close. Peels, rolls, and at his best, well, we've seen what he can do. I'm leaving Major Roll out. Um, it was the early favourite. I just think he is a really good horse, but he probably lacks. He either lacks the strength of the something will get him here. Yeah, I don't think he'll lead, and so if he doesn't lead, something will ping him for pace. In my opinion, ten, seven, two, and nine. Anti penultimate race in the card is the second semi-final of the Breeders' Crown Series 23, sponsored by Villawood Properties for the three-year-old fillies, and it's the highlight of the night. New Zealand's best against Australia's best. Um, I've written an article for tomorrow talking about the fact that patriotism, pillory these days, we're not allowed to have love of country. It's one world and all the rest of it, but this is great. Australia versus New Zealand. Um, reverse the draws, ladies in red, couldn't possibly be beaten. Under these circumstances, better twist is the favourite and potentially the rightful favourite, but... Not for me, but you're going better twist, aren't you? I am, but I look, I don't think there should be so much between them in the market. I think we had a dollar fifty and two twenty. Two twenty for ladies in red is does seem crazy really. Yeah. Two thirty, because I really don't think I would have them much closer in the market despite the draws. And that's the only reason I'm going with better twist. I thought she was excellent, not beaten far behind Beach Music last time out. They ran time, she did all the work and uh, I don't think anything else would have got that close. So I'm going with her on top because I think she can find the top. The only, the slight, slight maybe flying the open could be treachery, but they have taken a sit on treachery recently. So you would assume they would do the same in, at semi-final level. I think she'll get there, but I think treachery will make her work for it a little bit. Yeah. Mm. So uh, look, that could be the only sort of slight undoing, and we just can't underestimate ladies in red because we know what a champion she is. So uh, wouldn't be surprised if ladies in red can overcome that because, as I mentioned, I was quite happy with that performance last week. I thought she went as good as she could go. So uh, she's in for second, treachery for third. I think she can find the pegs and sporty dancer for fourth. Uh, was a good run last time after following the pegs and uh, Chris Alford jumps on. We know what a big time driver he is. So uh, it goes in for fourth. And, and I'm with you. Tay-Tay was excellent last week and he's absolutely one to include in first fours, even from that draw. Five, nine, three and 11. I'm going nine, five, three and eight. Um, yeah, see, the thing about ladies in red, I reckon, are, we spoke to Nathan Purden about this and he said better twist speed's underrated, but I think ladies in red flat out is the faster horse and she's also bottomless. So a semi-final night, who knows what will happen. I almost think better twist is better uh, chasing and, and, and having to lay down or being in a situation where it's a brutally, brutally run race and she might be the last one standing. Ladies in red will get to the breeze here soon after Better Twist finds the front. And then if I, th- I think if it's an 800-meter speed duel, I think Ladies in red will get it. Not with massive confidence. Better Twist has been huge last couple of runs. Last run was massive. But um, I, I'm sticking with the freak show here. I think, I think Better Twist is an outstanding filly and Ladies in red's a freak.
So I'm going nine to beat five. I'm with you. The prices shouldn't be like that. Should be each of two, probably. Uh, treachery clear third pick. Good good betting race for those first fours, I think, because treachery behind the ladies should just run. They should just run third. And then I'd be including moments like these: Doug's babe, Tay Tay, and maybe Sporty Dancer. Maybe even Mateo if you'll be really. Conservative. Nine, five, three, and eight for me in the ninth. We'll get through one more and then come back. We'll chat with Adam Hamilton. He'll have some opinions on these uh, issues. Two-year-old Phillies, second semi-final, the last of the qualifiers for the Breeders' Crown 2021 tomorrow night at Tabcorp Park, Melton. And uh, we both love Little Irish Black Label. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not declaring her here, but I think she'll win. I think she's the one to beat in the series. So do I, yeah. yeah. No, I love her. Betty, her name is. Betty. If you know. Hello, Betty. Betty. Hello, Betty. Um, I think we're still working out the pecking order for the fillies, the two-year-old fillies, but what I've, on what we've seen, I think Irish Black Label deserves to be at the top. Yeah. She was amazing first up, then was uh, had a comfortable heat win. This isn't the grand final, so I don't think they'll want to give her a gut buster, as we've mentioned all show, but I think she deserves to rate on top. Playing up was a drifter, but a super run in her heat after coming from near last to get the job done. Should be handy from the draw and has shown gate speed, albeit in easier race. Captain's Queen's a nice horse. Group one winner already. Worked a bit early before taking cover and was pretty good in her heat. And Sergio's Rocket was a really good effort last time. Pulled Ooh, hard. Yeah. Sat without cover. Wasn't beaten fast. So it goes in the mix. Nine, three, four, five. I get a sit there. Um, nine, three, 11 and six. So I'm going to go I, stack of eye catching runs in the heat here. Relentless me playing up. Captain's Queen, Sergio's Rocket, Fiamma, Irish Black Label, even Just Hope was pretty good. Sounds perfect. And Love Auto Beach lost about 30 at the start and still ran well. Irish Black Label on top. Second pick here playing up. Again, it's not quite beyond delight, but early in the season rated as their best, I think. And um, wasn't expected to win first up, but found a way to do so. So we'll benefit from that run. Third pick, number 11. Oh, I can't believe how well sounds perfect when, and it, it's mm. it's just being ignored. The SP profile looks bad. $51 in that race means, uh, you, you you assume it means they don't have a big opinion of her, but was good. got caught in the breeze when they went that crazy time and just stuck on. I love the run. I think, yeah, it, place maybe. And then number six, uh, Fiyama. But, uh, you know, Sergio's Rocket, you've already mentioned, Love Auto Beach, Relentless Me. It's going to be a hell of a race. Can't declare Irish Black Label. But I think she'll win. Nine, three, eleven, and six. Time for a break. Come back. We'll chat with Adam Hamilton from Ladbrokes and also get through the last race in the card. But there's no uh, prizes for guessing what, which way we'll be going there. Techies Angel will be on top. A break here. Friday form panel. Sen track. Uh, when we come back, as mentioned, Adam Hamilton from Ladbrokes. We'll go through our best of the night and also that last race in the card. Stick with us. On Trot's Life, it's time for the Friday form panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. <laughs> I've got no idea. Oh, yeah. Oh. I know the song. Oh. Jason? Jason? Out of touch? It is out of touch. Yeah, out of touch! Good get. Hit the right spot. Here we go. Oh. The touch. The out of time. When I'm going to Don't know the words that rhyme. Get out of touch. All right. 
I really appreciate your words, Jason. This is from Big Fella. I have not seen much of this happen during the last six days, but love the post you put on with Nikita about Chloe's license. We had some fun on uh, Twitter and well done to Chloe. Very funny. Fingers crossed. We're on the right track now. On your legends. Cheers, Big Fella. It wasn't a joke, though. I do a lift to the Meadows and Chloe can drive uh, on December 18. Uh, Ladbrokes preview coming up. Ladbroke at this spring carnival. Uh, still going. Gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. How are you, Adam? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Jace. Um, another tremendous weekend coming up in both codes. Um, I know in Harness we love it when some racing goes wrong. It's a great opportunity for Cranbourne this weekend, isn't it? Oh, no doubt about it, and uh, I won't get an opportunity to go down there, but as a former tenant of the uh, of Cranbourne, they do a magnificent job down there, and uh, yeah, looking forward to that, looking forward to that race, but uh, we'll go to harness racing first, because I think you're a lover, like we all are, of a trans-Tasman rivalry, and I know it's semi-final night, not the finals, but better Swiss versus ladies in red, it, it's, um, it's mouth-watering, isn't it? It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And you can see Better Twist building uh, through her preparation over here. And, yeah, look, we're looking forward to the clash. Obviously, the punters have decided that the barrier draw has been a massive swing in her favour. Um, about a dollar sixty-ish we gave into a dollar forty-five. Ladies in red, two dollars twenty, out to two dollars fifty, and then we're out to nineteen dollars for treachery. And I guess. You know, the one question is whether Treachery would want to try and hold the lead, but even if Better Twist has got to sit outside of Treachery, Anthony Butt's still got the opportunity to sort of dictate the race. And I won't say it was a, a defeated David Moran when I spoke to him earlier in the week, but it was a deflated one, put it that way anyway, when the draws came out. Well, yeah, he's got, Skeeter, he's got a, like, They've got huge respect, as they should for better twist. Yeah, that's. What are your thoughts on it, Adam? Have you uh, you picked a side? Two dollars fifty. I'm with better twist, but two dollars fifty seems crazy about a filly like light ladies in red. Yeah, I, I agree, agree. Um, but you know, it, it's a semi final, and I think whatever whatever absolute tricks David Moran might have up his sleeve, I reckon I reckon some he might save for the grand final next week. I, I, to me, this is like the two AFL grand final sides playing in round 23. You're not going to use all your bullets in the semi-final when you've got next week coming up. So I lean towards better twist, but I'm still happy to be with ladies in red going into the final next week. And, and what, I mean, that other semi-final, Beach Music, Joanna, um, Tough Tilly. Um, I'm with Joanna there. Who are you guys with? Oh, 100%, Joanna. Like, yeah. uh, we, 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 I think we, do we all agree, Adam, that... She'll lead. I mean, the evidence is there from the Vic Oaks final. I think she'll be straight across. And what we, if she's in front, like I was talking about it before, it sounds ridiculous, but she's she's probably a dollar forty. They can't. I don't think there's any way they can better once she leads. No, no, no. I agree, agree. Look, Beach Music, Beach Music's really special, and she'll be sitting on her back, obviously. But you know, the times that Joanna ran home last week, and that was after working early, and she's probably not going to have to work anywhere near as hard this time. So. She's capable of running a, you know, nigh on a 26 flat last quarter, which would make her almost unbeatable. Keen to see where Tough Tilly's at. You'd think she couldn't win from the draw, but it'll be great to see how competitive she is from the point of view of the final. And um, I might leave you with a quick chat on that uh, that Cranbourne Cup we were talking about in the Gallops world. And um, our playboy uh, on the quick backup after last week is the $4 favourite. Buffalo River at $7, um, dropping back a mile in grade from 
just getting a bit keen up front in the Cantala and getting tired late. They're the sort of two main chances in a, a fascinating Cranbourne Cup in the Gallops world. But I, I love my Gallops, and you know I love my harness. This, this is as good a harness a meeting as you'd get anywhere this semi-finals night. In many ways, the semi-finals are, are even more interesting than the finals, I reckon. Oh, I couldn't agree more. You've made me shout it to. I remember Adam's team, uh, Geelong against mine, Collingwood in round 22 about a decade ago, and it was a precursor <laughs> for what happened in the grand final. So let's... Um, oh, I'm going to try and get that out of my head. Um, thanks very yeah, much. Well, that, yeah. that, that's gone both ways over the time. It certainly has. Hey, let's, let's hope it goes ladies in red's way when it comes to the final, guys. Yeah, I there reckon. You. There's Adam Hamilton, uh, Techies Angel in the last 6, 10, 11, 9. 6, 10, 11, 8 for me, Bon. That's been the Friday form panel. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Can't wait for this big night of racing. Tomorrow you'll be on SEN track. I will be. And yep. I'll be on Trots Vision with Steve Cleave, Rob Orber and Gareth All. Make sure you join us. This is going to be a terrific night of racing.